Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good evening, I'm Chua Tian with your Market View. Now, yesterday we talked about the key takeaways for the rest of the year and the prospects of a global recession. And today we want to take a short break from all of that macroeconomic analysis and look at the longer term opportunities available in the market. Now, one of the longer term opportunities pointed out by our interviewees in recent days was investments in sustainability efforts. Now, for one, the war in Ukraine have made it all the more urgent for firms and countries to make the switch to renewable energy. And food shortages around the world have also put to the forefront the importance of efforts to slow down climate change. Now, the act of taking environmental, social and governance or ESG considerations when making investment decisions is called sustainable finance. But what exactly does it entail and where should investors like us be putting our money in and how do we measure sustainable outcomes? To answer these questions, I'm joined by Associate Professor of Finance Hao Liang from Singapore Management University. Prof Liang, good evening. Uh, good evening, Tian Tian. Thanks for having me here. Great to have you on our show as well, Prof Liang. Uh, Prof Liang, let's get started with some of those questions. Many of us may have heard of several terms like sustainable finance, ESG, corporate social responsibility, but it can be a little bit confusing for them. Appreciate if you could break it down for our listeners. What is sustainable finance and how does it differ from, say, ESG or CSR? Okay, sure. Maybe like, like, let me start mm. from sustainable finance. You know, we all care about sustainability. So sustainable finance is about two parts. One is about mm. Financing, so that's how to finance projects to support those sustainable goals to improve stakeholders' welfare. Mm-hmm. And the other is about investment, so how sustainability-related issues may affect financial markets, affect investor behavior, and affect companies' investment. So when we talk about companies, that is CSR, corporate social responsibility. When we talk about investors, that's Sustainable Responsible Investing, or SRI for short. And, you know, how do we measure the outcome, the sustainable outcome from this investment and financing? We use environmental, social, and governance criteria. So, in other words, we use ESG to to measure. Mm, Certainly. In that case, if investors, especially retail investors, want to take part in sustainable finance, what does it mean for them? Does it mean investing in a company with good CSR efforts, or does it mean investing in a fund or bonds that support sustainable development? I think retail investors have many ways of investing. Uh, as you mm-hmm. said, you know, they can directly buy shares of companies with good CSR efforts or with good CSR ratings. Ratings are usually provided by third-party agencies. Or they can just put their money into a fund and the fund, the institutional investors, will manage the money for them. And of course, they can also invest in projects. There, there are a lot of uh, financial instruments available, including uh, fixed income, green bonds, mm-hmm social impact bonds, and now robo-advisor make uh, ESG investing more accessible for retail investors. Certainly. So um, do you happen to have an example of sustainable finance? How does it benefit investors, the environment businesses? How that all works out for someone putting their money in? Okay, since I mentioned about green bonds and mm. uh, social bonds, maybe I can take that as an example. You know, many projects, they are about improving the environmental standards, about developing uh, green technology. They need financing. So they will issue a green bond. And the investors in this case can buy into the green bonds. Those green bonds are already certified. Mm-hmm. So to prove that they are indeed used to finance green projects, and the investors will get their, their returns uh, after the project is completed. As social impact bonds is uh, similar, but probably a little bit more complicated in structure. Some financial intermediaries issue such bonds. The investor put their money in, and the money will be used to solve a social problem, such as health problem, 
And in the class, I teach about the recidivism problems, you know, about mm-hmm. social unrest, social justice. And then if the social outcome, the desired outcome is achieved, then the government will pay to the financial intermediary for achieving the goal. And uh, using the money from the government, the intermediary will return the money to the investors. In this case, investors get their return, the social or environmental problems get solved, and the governments get their desired outcome. And Prof. Liang, right now, talking about sustainability and sustainable investments, there are so many areas to look into, like green energy, food sustainability. Which are some bright spots that you think investors can go into right now? I think investors can go to many areas. As you said, renewable energy is a big topic because uh, all the countries around the world are striving to achieve carbon neutrality by mm. the mid of this century. And carbon trading is a big market uh, in Asia and in ch- uh, China, India, Singapore. And uh, I think what is often overlooked is social issues. We talk a lot about climate change issues, but on the other hand, uh, how to address social equality, diversity, safety issues. Uh, These are the areas I think super important, but uh, haven't got enough attention. So maybe, you know, with more and more financial instruments available, such as the social impact bonds and the ESG funds I mentioned earlier, uh, these are the areas that investors can pay more attention to. Mm, Certainly. So Prof Liang, talking about achieving those ESG outcomes, which criteria is used to determine if a company, a bond or a fund falls under sustainable finance? How are they measured and what are some efforts to prevent greenwashing? That's a very important question in the whole Mm. sustainable finance field. Uh, If you are talking about investing in listed equity, publicly mm. traded equity, usually people look at ESG ratings. And there are a lot of uh, third-party rating agencies out there. They try to give a score for each company, each stock every year, how well they perform on those ESG dimensions. We'll talk about green bonds, social impact bonds, or other sustainability bonds. They also have their own ratings provided by some uh, NGOs, such as Climate Bond Initiative. However, I think the biggest issue, and uh, it's nice that you mentioned about greenwashing, is that when you look at all these different criteria and ratings, uh, they are hardly comparable. They are all subjective in some way. So the same company, you look at different ratings, you may get totally different uh, answers. Uh, Tesla is a, a very recent example. Mm. According to S&P rating, uh, Tesla is not their uh, top 500, whereas ExxonMobil, the oil and the gas company, is their top 10. And that triggers Elon Musk to send a very angry Twitter about this. Mm. Uh, so I think the key here to prevent uh, greenwashing, greenwashing happens when we don't have a good idea about which rating or which certification is reliable. Mm. So the key idea here is we should have some standard. I think uh, some of the regulatory standards out there, such as EU taxonomy, such as uh, Global Reporting Initiative, and some efforts in quantifying and monetizing ESG impacts, they will be helpful to prevent greenwashing problems. Mm, now, if you're just tuning in, we are now speaking to Associate Professor of Finance Hao Liang from Singapore Management University. Uh, Prof Liang, why is it crucial for retail investors to look into sustainable finance right now, and how does it generate superior returns for them? First, sustainable finance it's a big topic nowadays everybody is paying attention to so I think this question is just the same as asking a retail investor uh, maybe 10 years ago why is it uh, crucial for you to look at finance at all so basically most of the finance we are talking about today they are about sustainable finance especially since uh, UN Sustainable Development Goals UN SDGs uh, Paris Agreement and uh, the pledges by uh, national governments around the world about carbon neutrality 
hospitality, this all creates a lot of investment opportunities that did not exist maybe 10, 20, 30 years ago. So this is the new area of investment for investors, not only institutional investors, but also retail investors. I think globally, retail investors account for 20 or 25% of the whole sustainable mm-hmm. finance space. And of course, uh, uh, retail investors compared to institutional investors, they are sort of limited in terms of what investment strategies they can use because they are individuals. Uh, they usually don't have a lot of uh, capital commitment. So maybe some of the strategies such as changing companies' behavior through active ownership, shareholder engagement may not always be available for retail investors. And the limitation on what strategy they can use will also have an implication for whether they can earn superior returns. If retail investors, uh, in their investment, they just try to avoid certain stocks, for example, that's usually called sin stock in weapon, tobacco, alcohol industries or military industries, uh, then it's very hard to say that they can earn superior returns because, uh, you know, in this way, they are constraining their investment universe. They are not optimizing based on the basic finance principles. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, retail investors can put their money into funds organized by institutional investors. And those institutional investors usually have long-term investment horizon, and they are usually more active in changing companies' behavior. So when they use the pool of retail investors' money to invest in a company and help the company to improve their ESG over time, and this improvement of the company's ESG performance over time will also bring higher and higher market value. In this way, the fund will deliver superior return and that can also be uh, brought back to retail investors. And Prof, as much as we want to talk about investing in efforts to fight climate change, as you mentioned earlier, I understand that sustainable finance also includes projects that support the wider community. In one of your reports, you cited music securities as one of them. So appreciate if you could tell our listeners a little bit more about that. Music securities is a Mm. case that I wrote uh, for my own class teaching and also I share it to other classes uh, outside SMU and outside Singapore. So Music Securities is a Japanese financial institution mm-hmm. uh, which originally was set up to support musicians' economic independence. Uh, over time, it has gradually created a crowdfunding platform. So what this crowdfunding platform does is to bridge small and medium-sized enterprises which need money but they cannot easily borrow from banks or they cannot raise money from uh, venture capital investors and those small investors who have some money and they hope their money can be spent on uh, social goods. So, and they come to this uh, uh, crowdfunding platform. So for those retail investors, they can invest a very small amount of money, as small as $100 US dollar. And the pool of those money will be used to finance uh, small and medium-sized enterprises across the Japan on different issues. For mm-hmm. example, providing disaster relief uh, giving, you know, supporting certain green products, etc. And the investors, they will take a share of the revenue from selling those products. So in this way, and I consider this as a very novel way of doing impact investing through crowdfunding, uh, it's novel because impact investing uh, is really done by institutional investors, mm-hmm. uh, mostly private equity investors. They have concentrated ownership. They have the longer time horizon. It's really not available for retail investors. But through this crowdfunding platform, retail investors can now participate in impact investing. They can see their money actually create a positive social impact 
change the environment, help the disaster affected victims, and help to develop certain rules. Although their money is small, the pool of their money is big to drive a real impact. So that's what the case is about. Certainly, so Prof, speaking about retail investors, what should they be? Cautious about when investing in or putting the money in sustainable finance. Yeah, so、uh, I think my advice for retail investors、uh, waiting to participate in sustainable finance are the following: first,、uh, as I mentioned earlier,、uh, their available investment strategies or styles. Uh, are really different from institutional investors. So I think for retail investors, they first should understand what kind of investment styles they are looking for, what kind of risk return profiles they are looking for. In the end, sustainable finance is still finance. It's not philanthropy. It's not about you know totally giving up your money. You are still investing. So that means you also bear certain degree of risk, and you also have certain expected returns in mind. And this is something that retail investors need to think about. And they also need to think about. What kind of impacts they aim to achieve, and how do they evaluate or quantify those impacts? Nowadays, many investment funds they claim they are ESG funds, they are responsible funds. But if you look at the companies they hold, it's very hard to say they are truly green, they are truly ESG oriented. So this is the greenwashing problem that we talk about. So for retail investors, using some objective criteria, ESG criteria such as EU taxonomy that I mentioned earlier,、uh, to evaluate whether the investment vehicle they are looking at is really about green investing, ESG investing, this is crucial. And this will also、uh, be an important guidance for them to avoid、uh, greenwashing. So with all the issues I talk about with ESG ratings, different ratings give you different answers.、Uh, I think that be an important guidance for them to avoid、uh, greenwashing. So、uh, with all the issues I talk about with ESG ratings, different ratings give you different answers.、Uh, I think the final advice would be: do not blindly just follow ESG rating or just follow what the fund size. Do your own homework、mm. to decide. You know what is truly ESG oriented, truly green.、Mm, certainly, do your own homework indeed. Thank you, Prof Liang, and that was Associate Professor of Finance Hao Liang from Singapore Management University. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.